0: On this video, we'll talk all about the Loan Estimate, or the LE, and we're going to it started right now. Hey, what's going on? I'm Emmett Dempsey, mortgage broker and owner of Treasure Coast Mortgage here in Port St. Lucie, and welcome to another video. On this channel, we we'll talk more about mortgages, the home buying process, and some cool things around Port St. Lucie and the Treasure Coast. So if you're new here, please think about subscribing okay the loan estimate okay now by now you're either buying a house or you're refinancing you got this big old package either uh, electronically or, or on uh, or mailed to you and uh, one of the most important pieces of that disclosure package is called the loan estimate now if you haven't gotten a mortgage in a while you may have heard the term good faith estimate um or, or something of that nature and I, I, even now i still talk to borrowers. and says, hey give me a good faith well uh, after August of 2010, or, or, or sorry, uh, October of 2010, uh, that that document, the Good path Estimate, was retired, and it was combined with the old Truth in Lending into the new Loan Estimate. So uh, the government decided to combine these two forms that were required: the Truth in Lending, uh, that used to have your total of payments and uh, things like that, and also the Good Faith Estimate had your settlement charges. They combined those into one document called the Loan Estimate. Now this document, it, it's good enough. Uh, it does does the job and tells you what, what your estimated charges are. However, there are some flaws in it, um, but I'm, I'm going to go to a deep dive of a, of a sample loan estimate that, uh, that the CFPB provides and go over every section to look for. Uh, and then in that video, I'll kind of, I'll walk you through some some highlights that you need to, to be aware of. But um, your loan estimate is a document that every lender uses. So no one has their own special special form like we all have the same form it's called a loan estimate okay so it's it, so every lender no matter what channel even broker banker you credit union what have you we all use a loan estimate so and, and that being said you can use that same document to look at different lenders and look at different deals and that's what I encourage you uh, to very much do to make sure that you're getting the best deal that your family qualifies for so I'm gonna go into a, a deep dive into the loan estimate for every section to what to look for in a minute but I just want to give you the overview of the loan estimate and these, it's an important document um, as you're shopping for your home loan. So let's go and take a look in, at the loan estimate right now. Here we go. Okay, here's the uh, loan estimate. It's a three-page document. And this is a, the sample provided by the CFPB. I wouldn't disclose any of my client's information. Um, so this is just the, a, a make-believe loan. So it's just uh, to show it here. So let's go step by step. At the top, it tells you who the bank is. Now, I'm a mortgage broker, not a lender. So we don't loan money. So whoever we decide to place your loan with, that's who it'll be. Uh, the date issued... You know, applicants that that's you guys uh you know the property that, that you're buying and refinancing and then the sale price or appraised value so and then here's your loan term the purpose purchase refinance fixed rate or adjustable uh your loan type you know fha conventional va etc your loan id as you know issued by the lender and then right here is a very important box is rate lock now only a locked loan estimate is what I consider to be true. So a lot of times, when well, if you're out there shopping, you have to be careful, you are be getting uh, unlocked loan estimates that have really rosy terms. You need to really push against it and really verify them. Um, that They are, are what they are. So uh, there's that. So until a, your loan estimate is locked, you, until it says yes, your loan estimate is not locked. Your rate is not locked. Okay. Uh, your loan amount, 162,000, whatever it is, 3.75 rate. Um, and then your principal interest payment now right here it says can this amount increase after closing now, this is a throwback to the old pick-a-pays You know um, or pay option arms as they called them where you make a very small payment and then your balance group And so this this is what discloses it now those loans. I haven't done those in you know 12 years. Uh, I don't even know if anybody does them anymore. But anyway, that's why this is here to verify. Can your rate increase? So like if you got an adjustable rate, then this would be a yes. So depending on know which uh, which one you choose, but this is a fixed rate uh, loan amount, you cannot increase, your interest rate cannot increase, and your P&I cannot increase. However, and then on this loan, it asks you have a prepayment penalty. And uh, most of the loans out that, that I do do not have one. But this one, if, if there is one, you'll get notified yes or no, right here. I also uh, for a balloon payment, and if there's uh, some specialized uh, products out there, but I generally don't do those. Okay, projected payments, you can see there's two columns. Now, this is usually for a mortgage insurance to drop off. And this is what happens here. So the principal interest the $82 a month of mortgage insurance that after seven years projected uh, will fall off. You know if your house appreciates faster generally um 78 is where it needs to get to before you can apply to to remove mortgage insurance um and then this is what it depicts there now certain fha loans have um mortgage insurance that stays on the life of the loan some will fall off after 11 years depends on how much you put down but it'll tell you right here okay the estimated taxes insurance and assessments basically any hoa for property taxes etc that's what it'll be that's what you have and they can increase over time because they're not appropriate lender. Here's your estimate of clo- closing costs. Okay. And then here's your estimate of cash to close. That's the actual money out of your pocket. Okay, let's break these down further. Now, the second page has all the fees broken into their correct boxes. Now box A is is the lender box, that's or lender or broker box. These are the fees that I have influence over. Okay, so your points uh, will buy down your interest rate. And I did a video on points. You can search that on my channel. Uh, underwriting fee, that's usually the, the underwriting fee for the investor that I, I choose. Most of the time, I'll, I'll, um, I'll check a box and I'll get this fee uh, built into your rate. But even as a wholesale, you know my rates are still very, very good. So a lot of times you don't even notice that it's there. But that is usually uh, they do charge that fee and application fee. Again, I don't, I don't charge any of that. Usually your box A will will be clean, and then only then I have, I have a go to section B. Uh, section B is services you cannot shop for. I have a uh, usually use a processor seven ninety five. Has That will show up here and B your appraisal fee, credit report. Blood. These are all standard here. Sometimes we call it tax service fee, and that's to get the transcripts from the IRS. Okay. Uh, C are services you can shop for. Generally, your your termite, your survey, you know, uh, and your title insurance. Now, uh, in Florida, usually on most contracts, the seller picks the title company um, in, in exchange for paying owner's po- owner's title. So it's kind of a, a contradiction where you can shop for it, but you can't shop for it because you because you're not paying for it. So it's kind of a um you, you gotta weigh it that way but that's where those title charges do show up okay um section e is your uh, recording fee that that records your your mortgage at the local county now transfer taxes are blank here but the state of florida every loan has transfer taxes um, it's 0.2 percent of the loan for intangible tax and 0.35 percent of the loan for doc stamps now that, that's on the mortgage now the seller is usually responsible for 0.7 percent of the purchase price at, uh, for offer deed transfer stamps and mo- like I said, most of the time the seller pays that. So, you, so if you're building a house, you need to be be careful because a lot of times the, the builder does not pay anything. Or if you're buying for, buying a, a REO from Fannie Mae or something of that nature, you got to be careful who pays what. Okay. Uh, prepaids are, you know, what needs to be paid before closing, obviously on a purchase. It, it's generally your prepaid interest in your first year of hazard insurance, but this seems to be... Uh, you know a little different. Um, a lot of times if your insurance is due within sixty days of, of a refinance closing, you got to pay for the year. same thing if you' if you're approaching November and doing a refinance, you got to keep that in mind because sometimes your property taxes need to be paid uh, because your first payment will be after November first. So, um, there's that. So your homeowner's insurance uh, and property taxes for your initial escrow. Now this escrow goes to pay the next year. Okay, so we have to put more in escrow so when the 12 months rolls around, uh, you have enough to pay the next year's tax and insurance. Okay, uh, for H is other. So that's owner's title policy. Again, usually paid for by the seller, and it is coded optional. You don't have to get it, but it's strongly, strongly recommended that you do, because uh, that's the only thing that protects you and, and your ownership interest. Uh, there's a lender's, see so a lender's title policy protects the lender. You know, the owner's title policy protects you, the owner. So it's always recommended. And again, in, in, in most uh, purchase contracts that I see, the seller pays for it, and picks title, and it, that's not, that system works out pretty well. Okay. Um, I is your all your other costs, E plus F plus G plus H you know, here, and then here's your, your loan costs. So basically here's your loan costs and other costs. You can kind of weigh that. And then D plus I equals 8,054 here. Now lender credits, you know, if I, if we do issue a lender credit, bump your interest rate, Um, you know, to structure in such a way where you're getting a large credit, if you're not, you know, you can kind of short on cash and stuff. We will take a look at that, um, you know, but that's, that's, you know, any lender credits just keep in mind are basically for premium pricing on your rate. So uh, there's that. Uh and you have a calculating the cash to close. It's your total you know, closing cost, um 8054 from above, any down payment that, that you're making. Okay. Uh and minus your escrow money deposit, you know, your funds for borrower, your seller credits. Again, that's for any um anything that comes from the seller, if you're getting seller concessions, and this will tell your estimated cash to close. Okay, so that's page two. Page three is just informational stuff, mainly for a throwback to the truth in lending. Uh, you have here an additional about, about the loan, who your broker is, their license number, loan officer, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, this is you know, what the lender's lender is okay now this is the comparisons over five years you've paid a lot of money in interest versus what you paid in principal. this is what's disclosed and again it goes back to the old truth in lending uh, your annual percentage rate your APR your close over the loan term expressed as a rate this is not your note rate usually that that spread will determine how quote-unquote expensive your loan is but there's a lot of APR videos out there check those out uh, your total interest percentage you know is the amount of interest you pay over time as a percentage of your loan amount generally your 30 year fixed loans will have that tip will be around 60 60 70 percent if you amortize for 20 or 15 that'll be much lower because you're just paying uh more interest as a percentage of your total payment on 30 or fixed but that keeps your payments down um okay other considerations talks about your your appraisal you know you get charged for it you'll get a copy of it etc assumption most loans these days are not assumable um you know but some might be and if they if they you come back on the market again it'll check it that they are uh, homeowner's insurance you are required to keep it on the property and if you uh, cancel it the lender will put it on there for you and it's usually not the best for you uh, your late payments again it's your 15 days late 5% again it's a, uh, a throwback to the truth of lending you know refinance again what will will um, we'll recast it and servicing uh, disclosure most loans are, are transferred to servicing and then your signature date right here Okay. Welcome back. That was a deep dive into the loan estimate. I know it's, it's uh, a lot of different sections uh, to keep in mind, but just keep in mind that, you know, uh, it's it, the loan estimate is used for you to, to compare different offers. Also, uh, be careful about using uh, lock loan estimates because if, uh, yeah, you know, as I said in the video that, um, your, If I can give you a loan estimate that says anything, but if it's not locked, loan estimate, then that lender's not held to it. So definitely, um, you know, if you're out there shopping for a home loan, definitely give me a call. Show me your loan estimate. I'll see if I can match or beat it. So uh, give me a call. Go to DempseyMortgage.com. Thank you so much for watching, and I'll see you on the next one.